Hi, I'm Pastor Mary Jean Pigeon with the Restoration of Women's Virtues, and this is Christmas week. Normally we are here at 12 o'clock noon on Thursdays, live streaming, but since this is Christmas week, we thought we'd do a little different. I Years ago, I did some vignettes on the radio, and I thought it would be fun for us to, you know, I was thinking the world system always reads the night before Christmas as a fireside chat, but we're gonna read about Mary and Joseph and what it must have been like in their days as a fireside chat. So just pretend like we're here by the fireside and I'm gonna to read to you from some of my vignettes from years back and I think you'll enjoy them. Amen? God bless you. This one's called Mary, the mother of Jesus. Have you ever wondered what it must have been like to be Mary, Jesus's mother? You know, it's so easy to read the Bible today and see the full story all at one time, but she didn't have it that way. She, she had to take it little by little, line upon line. In Luke chapter 1, we have the angel bringing the message to Mary that she was to bring forth the Messiah. Now, as I understand it, in anticipation of the coming Messiah, every woman dreamed of being the one chosen of God. So what made the difference in Mary's life? Why was she chosen? In verse 28, the angel says to Mary, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. And in verse 30, he again says to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You know what I think? I think Mary was doing what Proverbs 25, uh, excuse me. I think Mary was doing what Proverbs 11:27 says. He who diligently seeks good, finds favor. I think she was believing in the favor of God for her and she had faith to be a handmaiden of the Lord. If it is impossible to please God without faith, Mary had to be exercising faith. And just like Noah, she found favor in the eyes of the Lord because she was looking for it and believing for it. If we are in Christ Jesus, God has lavished his favor upon us. So we too, like Mary, can receive the message. Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Mary's miraculous message. Have you read the story of Jesus' birth lately? Just the other day, I was reading it again and the part where the angel came to Mary and told her she would have a child. It says, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There shall be no end. Of course, Mary was in awe. And why not? First, she sees an angel. Then he gives her such an overwhelming message. Can you imagine her state of mind? I mean, really, this was not a normal day in Mary's life. Although she stammered around a little bit, I sure am glad she accepted God's message for her and she was faithful to his call. Our salvation depended on it. It's really no different today. God has a message just as miraculous for us if we will accept it. And as Mary allowed the seed of God into her womb and brought forth Jesus, we can allow the word of God into our hearts and also bring forth Jesus. Mary miraculously conceives how can this be since I do not know a man, she says. 
This is all Mary could think to say when the angel stood there, having just delivered to her the message from God that she would conceive in her womb and bring forth a son and she'll call his name Jesus. How can this be since I know not a man, she says. The angel answers her with these words. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. What a powerful statement. Mary had been asked to believe an impossibility, so the angel gives her the answer to the impossible. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the God will overshadow you. Do you have situations in your life just as impossible as Mary had? Maybe the restoration of a marriage or the salvation of a loved one, a desire to bring forth and the womb is barren. Perhaps you're dealing with the need you for personal deliverance of cigarettes, alcohol, drugs, or some other substance abuse, or just a bad attitude in general. Your children are hurting and need God's help. Are there a sickness in your body? It doesn't matter how great or small, or maybe even how impossible it seems. The Holy Spirit wants to come upon you and the power of the Most High wants to overshadow you just like he did for Mary. Mary and Joseph. This is about Mary and Joseph. We'll get a little inside look into their lives in that day. Have you ever thought about the relationship between Mary and Joseph, Jesus's parents? Somehow, when we read the Bible, we don't always capture the human side of the people, but you know, Mary and Joseph were people. She was a female, he was a male, and they had their differences just like we do today. What if Mary had been caught up in the women's movement of her day and had determined in her heart that she didn't have to submit to anyone? Possibly, more than likely, as a matter of fact, she wouldn't have been willing to ride a donkey all the way to Bethlehem. Therefore, the prophecy wouldn't have been fulfilled. Or she wouldn't have been willing to let Joseph lead her to Egypt after the baby was born. And the baby could have been killed. I'm grateful Mary was a submissive woman, aren't you? That she had a submissive spirit. She conceived, incubated, and brought forth the seed of God. Joseph provided and protected it once he was here. God spoke to Mary getting the seed here. He spoke to Joseph keeping the seed here. And Mary and Joseph working together as male and female, bringing forth Jesus. Hmm, that's just what God intends. We've been having a little fireside chat, if you will, discussing some vignettes of Mary and Joseph and their day when they were here and bringing forth Jesus. And this one that I'm gonna read to you um, is, uh, much of it came from a book called Intimate Moments with the Savior by a man named Ken Geyer. So I want to give credit for that. But I've, I've, uh, I got a lot out of this myself, and I hope you will too. This one's called The Messiah Has Arrived. And I want you to uh, close your eyes while you're listening to this. And I want you to see, let's put ourselves in that stable. There's the hay, there's the cows, there's the sheep, there's the, the shepherds, they're gathering. And there's a little 16-year-old girl who's far away from home, Whose, whose mother's not there. She's having her first baby. And um, that's quite a call on Mary's life. You know, she's a great role model for us as women today. 
So uh, just close your eyes and, and, and let's imagine that we're there. A scream from Mary knifes through the calm of that silent night. Joseph is hurriedly preparing a place for the arrival of the baby as he's reflecting back on the innkeeper. It took a while, but Joseph was finally able to talk him into at least letting them have the stable. He must have noticed how stressed Mary was and had a little compassion for her. The contractions have begun. The moment has arrived. Mary has to push with all her strength. It's almost as if God were refusing to come into the world without her help. With a final push, the labor is over. The Messiah has arrived. What a sight. The son of the Most High God umbilically tied to a lowly Jewish girl. The baby cries and rests his head against his mother's breast. Mary and Joseph stare in awe at the baby Jesus as he closes his eyes. He's tired from the long journey, and now he can gently sleep in his mother's arms. So there you have it. God has come into the world as a small seed, submitting himself to a man and a woman, trusting their commitment to each other and to him. Let's pray for a moment. Lord, please help us to understand that divine power is not mediated through strength, but through weakness. That true greatness is not achieved through assertion of rights, but through their release. And that even the most secular of things can be sacred when you are in its midst. Thank you, Jesus. Pray you have a very Merry Christmas. God bless you and see you next week.